Hey everybody, this is Greg. And this is Matt, and we are Record Mashup. We're excited for this episode. I'm so excited, Greg. This is going to be one of the best episodes I think we've ever done. But before we get into it, if you haven't hit the subscribe button, please do so now. And be sure to follow us wherever you are on social media, whether that's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or even check out our YouTube page. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a comment. Send us an email at recordmashup at gmail.com. Whatever you do, just do it. Greg, <laughs> what we got lined up for this week? Before we get into it, I really just want to show off that I have the Frankenstein's Monster t-shirt on, and this <laughs> is for our episode for Halloween coming up. And so we picked this as our Halloween theme episode because on Saturday it will be Halloween. The song I picked for this is Thriller by Michael Jackson. Matt, what you got for us? And I picked Rhiannon by Fleetwood Mac, and I'll explain why that is a Halloween song when we get into it, but let's get into it. So Rhiannon is a soft rock song that was recorded in February of 1975, and it was actually, it wasn't released as a single until almost a year later, uh, February 4th, 1976. This was a song that was written by Stevie Nicks, and was recorded with the classic Fleetwood Mac lineup. Now, I say classic Fleetwood Mac lineup. If you if you know anything about Fleetwood Mac, the band was around for many years, uh, and eventually Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, who were originally actually at the time when Stevie wrote this song, were still recording as a duo group, Buckingham Nicks. But they eventually joined Fleetwood Mac after Fleetwood Mac had already released several albums and. But once they joined the band, they they're considered their their involvement in the group is considered to be the classic Fleetwood Mac lineup. So anyway, so this is a song that that Stevie wrote with the help of Lindsay, and it's a song about an old Welsh witch, and which is why it's a it's a Halloween theme song. It's a song about a witch. So what's interesting. Stevie actually discovered this character and she describes it in, in her, when she talks about the song, she describes it as a character. Rhiannon is a character and it came from a novel that she read called uh triad or triad. I'm not really sure. triad, I guess, which triad. was actually, yeah, triad, <laughs> uh, which was written by a lady by the name of Mary uh, leader or letter. Again, I don't know how you say her last name, but anyway, and it's a story about, it's actually a story about another woman named Bronwyn who was possessed by a woman named Rhiannon. So Stevie Nicks had read this, this book and she said, Oh, that's such a, it's a um, she was possessed by this story, not possessed, but she was in, enamored by this story and she decided to write a song about it. And then after she wrote this song, she eventually learned that the name Rhiannon actually goes back even further. It originates from a Welsh goddess and what's interesting, I actually, in, in researching this song, found out that Stevie Nicks has actually written several other songs that are centered around this whole Welsh story of the, the witch and the goddess and everything, uh, including songs called Stay Away, Maker of the Birds, and another Fleetwood Mac song called Angel that was released on their 12th studio album, Tusk. But let's get into the song. Uh, I really like this song musically. I'm, I'm a huge Fleetwood Mac fan. Uh, I think this is the first Fleetwood Mac song we've done on the show, but really love their stuff. It's very creative and artistic and really unique from other classic rock bands of the era. But 
in the first verse, and I'm I'm going to read through the, some of the lines here, but you know, she says, "Rhiannon rings like a bell through the night, and wouldn't you love to love her?" So she's talking about this idea of how Rhiannon or this character is someone who loves to garner attention. She's like a bell calling people in the night, and people can't help but fall in love with her. And then the next line, she takes to the sky like a bird in flight, and who will be her lover? So she's saying that Rhiannon, who was, among several other things, was a goddess of the birds, and she'll, will you know, and this idea of will she always fly away or will she allow someone to be to her lover? Uh, who knows? Then we get into the chorus. Uh, All your life, you've ne- never seen a woman taken by the wind. Would you stay if she promised you heaven? Will you ever win? So it's this idea that she can't be tied down or else she will lose herself. And trying to be with her is pointless because she's always going to be free. Then we get into to verse two. We get some more Halloween theme here, which I love. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you love Halloween a lot, Matt. Oh, yeah. Although you're the one with the, the monster the monster shirt, so Frankenstein yeah. shirt. <laughs> uh, I got no cool shirts. Sorry, folks. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so verse two, we've got this line here. She is like a cat in the dark, and then she is the darkness. This is such creative writing. You got the use of a simile here immediately followed by a metaphor where she's referring to a black cat that then merges into the darkness of night. Now, I love this because we've got cats, which of course have always been associated with witches. And the other thing I really like about this line that, that harkens back on the chorus that we just heard about how she can't be tied down. I think this, this reference to cats is kind of referring to the independence of cats. Uh, Greg, I don't have cats. I know you do, but would you say that they're fairly independent creatures? Um, it really depends on the day, the time of day, if they've been fed, if they have water, if they just don't want to like you, if they do want to <laughs> like you, they're, they're mysterious a a dog will either always hate you or always love you there's no in between with them the cat i guess that's independent i don't know maybe it's moody bipolarism whatever i don't know (laughs) my cats one second will love me the next second they're scratching at me trying to bite me and eat me so yeah can't can't win with them well let's just go with mysterious mysterious and uh and, and darkness there you go they're one and the same. Uh, anyway, so then we got this next line. She rules her life like a fine skylark, and when the sky is starless. Again, we get this second reference to a bird here. Again, Rhiannon, Welsh goddess of birds, one of the things she was a goddess of. But the thing that's interesting about this is it's specifically referring to a singing bird that is active in the night when there are no stars. So, again, this theme of darkness is carrying through here in this next line. And then we get, there's actually a part that was uh, to this verse that was not included in the studio album, but was later added on future recordings and then live performances. But once in a million years, a lady like her rises, oh no, Rhiannon, you cry, but she's gone. Your life knows no answer. So this idea that this person who's out in the middle of the darkness and she's such a powerful, uh, has a powerful mystique about her that that so few will ever come into contact with her. And it's probably going back to the first verse, why people, when they see her, they're instantly in love with her, right? Cause she has this mysterious air about her. So 
And then we get into, then she goes, she repeats several lines throughout the song, just kind of further enhancing this imagery of the mystique and mysteriousness of this character. Uh, but then we get into the outro portion of the song where she says, taken by, taken by the sky, dreams unwind, loves the state of mind. And among all the other things we've mentioned, the Welsh goddess Rhiannon was also the goddess of dreams, poetry, horses, love, and the sea. And so this, this line here, love's a state of mind. Well, if love's a state of mind, does love even exist? So again, the whole way through that's talking about, you know, the, these, the people want to, to fall in love with her, but can you really fall in love if love is just a state of mind? And I think that this is a song that you almost have to listen to it over and over again to really kind of start to understand what's, what's being said here. I think it's such a deep song. And uh, what's, what's crazy to me is I, if you know anything about Stevie Nicks, I think it's absolutely incredible how her actual life in many ways has played out much like the character in this song. And she wrote it when she was only 27 years old. So, uh, you know, Stevie Nicks has never been married. Uh, she, many people think she is a witch. Uh, just yeah, my, she has my this extensive knowledge of Stevie Nicks is uh, I'm I'm not a Fleetwood Mac fan in the reason that I just haven't listened to their music before, not because I don't like it. Um, so my Stevie Nicks knowledge is just based on American Horror Story and that she's a witch in Coven. The, the coven season with the witches in American Horror Story. So that's my full extensive knowledge of her. Yeah. She must be a witch well, on that show as a witch. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, and she's, she's got this, this, she's built this image, right? That that's her image, that she is, is a witch. And, and uh, so, you know, it's, who knows? Maybe she is. Uh, maybe she, she takes flight at night. You never know. But, um, Anyway, that's really all I got to the song. I really, really love Fleetwood Mac. This is one of the the better songs. I was actually, in doing the research, I watched a live performance of this from 1976 uh, on a show called The Midnight Special. And it was just absolutely amazing. Her performance of the song as she, she builds up over a gradual crescendo from the band and just her raw voice and soul that she puts into this performance. It's just, it's unbelievable. But um, anyway, the song hit number 11 on the U S billboard hot 100. Uh, it did hit number nine on the U S cash box top 100. Um, and then it hit number four in Canada, 14 in Australia, 16 in the Netherlands and 46 in the UK. But what's interesting, Greg, I don't know if you saw this, uh, despite, media well i guess you could say it had a top 10 it was a top 10 hit in a couple of countries but um not not a huge chart topper but it was voted number 488 on rolling stone's 500 greatest songs of all time list so has a lasting legacy i think to it um and as you said you know it was on the american horror story which is uh as we were talking about before the before we started recording was my favorite season of american horror story so it was one of the better ones, and maybe that's because Stevie Nicks was in there. Exactly. She brought her charm. She brought her uh, – <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, I can't think of the right word for a witch, but she brought whatever it is witches have. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't think of a word off the top of my head either. 
So anyway, it's a good song. If you've never heard it before, listen to it. Again, as I say, if you really start to dig into the lyrics or dig into the lyrics, you've you've got to listen to it multiple times and really start to think about what she's saying there and and the lines and the mystique and mysteriousness behind it. Uh, it's a good song. So Greg, you want to jump into thriller? I'm excited yeah, about this one. So <laughs> not gonna focus too much on the lyrics. It's not very in-depth either. Um, and the there's way too many facts about this song. We're not going to cover every fact about the song. We're going to try to cover what facts we can. Otherwise, this would go on for an hour, two hours, three hours, just talking about Thriller. And I'm sure not anyone at all wants to hear us talk about Thriller because we are by means no experts on Michael Jackson music and the song Thriller. But we'll just throw in our two cents for it. Okay, getting into it. Lyrics, not very involved at all. Mostly just kind of a song like Monster Match was, where it's just a Halloween-themed song that has a sweet 13-minute music video that you can go watch. And that's the actual official music video, and it's great. I loved it. I just watched it before recording this. Okay, jumping into it. Sorry, I digress. All right, so <laughs> it's close to midnight and some e evil's lurking in the dark under moonlight you see a sight that almost stops your heart so just talking about a monster possibly coming out it's getting close to midnight but anytime it's dark outside it's after midnight after 2 a.m some people say nothing good happens after 2 a.m so <laughs> same, same thing can be said for midnight too you try to scream but terror takes a sound before you make it you start to freeze as horror looks you right between the eyes you're paralyzed you see something that scares you, you try to scream. I'm sure someone's been in this situation before where you try to scream, nothing comes out, you're just struck with too much fear that you can't let anything out. If you've ever had like night terror, seen a scary movie or anything like that, you've probably witnessed this. Yep. Which by the way, night terror is the most ter terrible, that's the most terrible thing that you can ever have happen to you. Like, I don't know if you've ever had that, Matt. It's awful. <laughs> like you, the the way it works is your body is asleep but you like your eyes are open and your mind is awake so you can't move your body but you you can process things That's and weird. the way people see things when they're in that state is they see demons coming at them because their mind how their mind processes things it's absolutely terrifying i've had them before and it like i know that's fake so like it doesn't really affect me but like some people it can really affect. It's the craziest thing. Yeah. Sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, cause this is thriller, thriller night. So first off, the song is called thriller. It's off his album thriller. It's all about thriller, you know, get, uh, scary monsters. The music video goes into werewolves and zombies coming out to attack Michael Jackson, this girl he's with and Michael Jackson eventually turns into a zombie. And that's kind of the theme across this, song in the music video and basically no one's gonna save you from the beast about the strike you know it's thriller thriller night you're fighting for your life inside a killer thriller tonight sorry i'm not gonna try and sing this at all michael jackson's a much better singer than me i'm just gonna talk the words at you and that's how this is gonna go and then you get into you hear the door slam and realize no one's there or there's nowhere left to run you feel the cold hand and wonder if you'll ever see the sun. So basically you run to a room. The room is 
there, there's no escape from the room and then you feel a cold hand on you and that just basically terrifies you and you're kind of done there like there's nothing you can do and then you close your eyes and hope that this is just imagination girl but all the while you hear the creature creeping up behind you're out of time and then it goes because this is thriller it goes into the whole chorus of the thriller song because it's a thriller night just continuously goes into that and there's sweet dance breakdowns in the video and if you haven't ever seen the thriller dance video there's a whole bunch of them out there we'll kind of get more into the video after i finish these lyrics and stop breaking off on tangents all right all right okay where was i all right uh next creatures call yeah because <laughs> it's a thriller. All right. Night, your, night creatures call and the dead start to walk in their masquerade. There's no escape in the jaws of the alien this time. They're open wide. This is end of your life. Still going back to that thriller, creepy theme here, talking about uh, the dead starting to crawl, so zombies coming out, as I said earlier. And they're out to get you. There's demons closing in on every side. They will possess you unless you change that number on your dial. I'm just going to skip ahead into the lyrics and a little bit. And then, so it goes into, I'm going to thrill you tonight. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. So this is actually Vincent Price. He just directed a whole bunch of um, horror movies. He's that, this is a background voice that's actually talking throughout the song. And he's the one actually talking through these. He did it in two takes too. Yeah, it just took him two takes, which uh, is pretty good yeah it's important com- comparatively to like normally most more people take quite a few takes and i know there's some exceptions where people do it like on the first take and they're done and they're good but two takes is still yeah. pretty good i would say yeah no doubt yeah so creatures crawl in search of blood terrorize your neighborhood and who's ever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand at face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. So basically telling you to, it's kind of saying that whoever's found and whoever's like not getting down partying kind of thing, they're going to be found as like a corpse's shell. Like if you're not having fun, you don't have, you're not like a shell of a person really. And that goes back into some of the chorus and then it goes back into Vincent Price talking. The foul stench is in the air. The funky, the funk of 40,000 years and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. So yeah. going back into that Halloween theme. So I think this is a great Halloween song. I always relate to this Halloween theme. If you relate it to something else, however you relate it, that's what you can relate it to, but I, at basically every year, I since I've been, I don't know, able to remember, like three or four or whatever, able to remember, I've watched the Thriller music video, maybe when I was three or four, I probably shouldn't have watched it. And <laughs> let me watch it probably it. terrified um, you. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of a little bit gruesome, actually. So while yeah. we're talking about it, we'll get into it. So the... The video starts off with Michael Jackson with this girl. Their car break, the car runs out of gas, and 
he turns into a werewolf and actually attacks her and like does the killer. And it's actually a movie that Michael Jackson is taking another date <laughs> to to watch. And then eventually they're walking. He starts getting into the thriller song, dancing around, doing his Michael Jackson amazing dancing that makes me super jealous. And he is very effective at it. Um, and then he goes into getting surrounded by a whole bunch of zombies while he's with this girl. And then when she turns around, he's actually a zombie. And I was thinking while I was looking at the music, watching the music video, like I've seen so many zombie movies play zombie games. I'm like, there's no way someone would die from a zombie. Like, this is stupid. If you're an I am legend where they like bull rush you and can run at you. Sure. Maybe. But if you're in like night of the living dead where they can barely walk and try to attack you, like, how do you die from that? But then I watched this music video, and if any of those zombies are as coordinated as they were in that, they're, like, dancing around, like, got all these sweet moves, like, you're screwed. Like, no chance. Not happening. You are not getting away from zombies. <laughs> Matt, have you watched the video recently? Yeah, I watched it earlier today before we recorded it. So yeah, good. absolutely. You know what I'm talking about then. Like, yeah. <laughs> these guys are, like, all in sync. They're dancing as good as Michael Jackson or better. They're zombies. Yeah. Like their arms should be falling off. Their heads should be like hanging off, basically. <laughs> like this is crazy. These are just like your regular Joe Smo zombie. Like apparently these guys like hold like collaborative dance contests on like their off time or something. But anyways, <laughs> it, they're crazy. Like I would be terrified. But going through the video, it falls in line with the lyrics that are going on and especially where it talked about going into that room with nowhere to escape the, the girl that he's on the date with runs into a room there's nowhere to escape all of them start attacking her and she's like freaking out and eventually closes her eyes and then she eventually wakes up and there's michael jackson and they're just in a normal house and not this broke down house so going into the lyrics where it's talking about you just hope you can close your eyes hope that this is your imagination it goes perfectly in line with that they did great with matching the lyrics to the video and working to make that work together for this video and then at the very end michael jackson turns to the camera and his eyes glow yellow like he like he is a werewolf actually so it just kind of throws that mystery of like hey michael jackson's this like werewolf that they're trying to get at for the thriller so he is part of the thriller so that's the song breakdown. That's the music video breakdown. We're try I'm trying to speak really fast so we can get through this, so we can actually get through song facts for you. And I keep digressing, and that's wasting time. I know. No, I'm so sorry. It's all good. So you I know, know Matt funny. has some facts, and I have some facts. I'm going to try and get through my song facts first really quick and let Matt throw in his two cents, and then we'll kind of compare the songs at the end so that we don't keep you here for hours and hours on end. All right, viewers, you ready? Okay, first one. Matt, did you have anything to add before I actually go in? I don't no, no, let's, let's go for it. All right. so It's fact spit time. <laughs> all right, fact spit time. So I'm going to throw out about three facts for you guys, and I'll let Matt throw them out, and then we'll kind of get into the, the song, the record breakdown, unless that's part of Matt's facts. So first one is Vincent Price. I already brought this up. He's known for working on horror films and he was the one who did the narration at the end of the song and has that iconic evil laugh. I know I've heard a lot of other songs like rap songs where they'll actually take that laugh and throw it into their song, whether it's the beginning or the end of the song. So 
It's a very iconic laugh. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I can't do it. I'm not Vincent Price. You'll have to listen to the song to figure that out. But the- uh, Craig, I think I think we each have to give our best go at it. No, absolutely not. <laughs> I'll just play a clip from the video and then I'll be in the background. I'm sorry. I've already embarrassed myself trying to sing my, uh, the Jackson 5 before uh, um, our earlier episode. That's so right. I, I'm yeah. done. I'm done. With your ba 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 ba. Oh, thank you for trying to imitate it. <laughs> I think you did better than me. All right. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. If you want to give a shot to laugh, go ahead for it. Otherwise, we're going to continue moving on. No, I'm good. All right. All right. So if you haven't seen anything from Vincent Price, you can go look him up, check him out. He's done work on uh, work on many horror films in the past. So, all right. So that was one uh, one fact. The next fact I want to do, let me let me just pull it up really quick. So, I, okay, in the week of his death, Michael Jackson's death. Rest in peace, Michael Jackson. His sale record records of sales of his records soared. Okay, and this song specifically was his best-selling track at 167,000 copies. So, very amazing that this track was his best-selling track. I know he's had a lot of amazing songs, and I did not picture this one being his number one best-selling track. All right, and then the third one. So the Thriller Dance has been a very famous Thriller Dance. Um, you, you've probably seen it on news shows, like entertainment shows, whatever it may be. But there was one take on this that was amazing. It was the inmates dancing to Thriller on a YouTube video. Matt, have you seen this before? I have, yeah. Was it like, wasn't it, it was in... I didn't watch it for to research this video, but wasn't it like in Malaysia or somewhere? It's or, at am I getting it mixed up? DRC Dancing Inmates uh, is a collective of prison inmates in Cebu province. Cebu province in the Philippines. Okay, okay, I knew yeah. it was somewhere. It's words uh, that I'm having issues saying, so I'm just gonna say Cebu province in the Philippines. So if you haven't seen it. You can look it up, thriller, viral video um, with prison inmates. There's a ton of them there. It's even got its own Wikipedia page. And this happened in 2007. Amazing. There's so many different takes on thriller video dances that are very fun to watch. And I highly recommend taking a, taking a chance to go look at those. Anyways, those are my three facts I wanted to throw out there. Um, Matt, let's get into your facts about thriller. Yeah, so uh, we talked a lot about Vincent Price. Did you know, Greg, that Vincent Price actually recorded a third verse for his voiceover? I actually did so th- not see that. Yeah, so there's so, the- so many facts about this. <laughs> there's too many to keep track of. Yeah, so the second verse was cut in the final version. The, uh, they only kept his first and third verses. So the second verse, I'll read it to you. The demons squeal in sheer delight. It's you they spy so plump, so right. For though the groove is hard to beat, yet still you stand with frozen feet. You try to run, you try to scream, but no more sun you'll ever see. For evil reaches from the crypt. 
to crush you in its icy grip. I like it. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. They should have <laughs> extended. I know. Play, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? So that's fact number one. All right. Fact number two. We're going to stick with Vincent Price here. So apparently Vincent Price was doing an interview and he was given the choice, I guess by Michael Jackson or Quincy Jones, who was the producer of this, to either take a percentage of the album sales or a lump sum amount of $20,000. Which do you think he chose? $20,000. Yep. Oh, what a crazy, man. crazy, crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> if you always don't know. Take the percentage. Always it, take it. If you know anything, always take it. There was, uh, I'm forgetting. I think I said on the last episode that we did, there was an actor. I, I want to say it was Robert Downey Jr. for the Avengers movies. Took a percentage cut on the first Iron Man movie. I, I want to say it was him. Maybe it was Keanu Reeves for like the Matrix or something. Anyways, big actor, took a percentage cut, vice a lump sum, which allowed them to pay the other actors more. But in the long run, he got paid more. Always take, yeah. the, take the percentage. Yeah. And if you don't know, this is a bonus fact. This doesn't count. But the reason he should have taken the percentage is because the Thriller album is the number one selling album in the entire world. He would have made a killing. <laughs> <laughs> off of this <laughs> off of this album anyway all right fact number three uh I, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna say a fact here and then i'm gonna go into a story before we do our comparison okay so the J- michael jackson's red jacket that he wears in the music video was sold in 2000 or june of 2011 for 1.8 million dollars for that red and black leather jacket it's crazy so We've Greg, you've talked a lot about the uh, the thriller dance video. So I've got a really cool story I gotta tell, personal story. I was uh, I think it was my senior year of high school. Uh, I was in marching band, I was the drum major. And every year we would always if Halloween if there was a home football game on Halloween weekend, our band would always do a special Halloween show. We'd pick some easy songs that you know you could quickly learn and and everybody would dress up in you know costumes and stuff and we'd perform you know a special halloween show during halftime of the football game well my senior year of high school our drum or excuse me our band director got really sick and he was off like the whole week and everyone was really disappointed they weren't we weren't sure if we we're going to be able to do uh the special halloween show which you know is always fun every year so my co-drum major and i we decided no there's no way in hell we're going to let this thing you know not happen so he and I wrote an entire show. Like we picked out the music, we taught the music to the band, like we taught the the uh, the, the choreography on the field to the band. But one of the songs we did was Thriller. And I kid you not, Greg, I dressed up as Michael Jackson as my costume with the Thriller Thriller red jacket. We taught the entire band like a um, a simplified version of the Thriller dance. And like in the middle of like the thriller song, like the drum line kept doing the, you know, that like that, the part from the song and uh, the entire band put their instruments down and did a portion of the, uh, the thriller dance as part of our uh, band show for, for our special Your show. Michael Jackson experiences are much better than mine. I, I, I wouldn't say that they're better. They're unique, but 
but, but my my Michael Jackson story experience is me going to the Motown Museum and they had his glove in a yeah. case there. So you know how it's got like all the jewels and everything on it. Yep. So they're all fake because that would right. be a very expensive glove. Someone thought they were real, stole it from the Motown Museum, realized they're fake, and then returned it. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought. I always thought it was in the Smithsonian, but that makes sense that it would be in. Uh, Maybe it was like gloves. a different glove of his, because I'm sure he didn't yeah. only have one glove. Right. That's yeah. true. Yeah. No, that's cool though. So. All right. Uh, so you want to get into comparing these songs? Because we actually let's go through the the chart tops for it really yeah. quick, and then we'll get into comparing songs. Sounds good. So. For the original release of the song in 1983, when it first came out, it was number one in almost everywhere except for Germany. It was number two. In Japan, it was number six. So it was number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, the Hot Black albums, number one on the U.K. albums, Netherlands, France, Italy, Canada, Austria, and Australia. So number one everywhere, pretty much. And then when it was re-released in... It was actually re-released multiple times. 1984, it only topped number one, Switzerland, Japan, but it was still top 10 in multiple other places. So very obviously a very good song. Charted very well. Okay, that's all I had. Matt, you want to get into comparing? Yeah. Uh, so aside from the fact that their Halloween theme, that's really all I got. <laughs> I mean, no. witches, zombies, werewolves, yeah. they're, they're pretty similar themes, but to your I think point, they're I think they're pretty similar musically, too. I think they I both kind of have... I would Thriller's a little bit more upbeat as far as musical music yeah. goes. But, but Rhiannon has a part in it where it really kind of gets to going. Uh, it's got that nice, hard drum beat behind it. And uh, it really kind of builds up. And I think, I think that's the one thing I'll say, particularly from the live performances of, of Rhiannon more so. But both songs, I think, have this kind of um, suspenseful buildup to them. And then they kind of fall down at the end, if that makes any sense. Yep. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, but different backstories and themes to the song as well. Like Rhiannon, they, they like the name read the book kind of got some good stuff there thriller it's a horror video and song <laughs> like, yeah it, it was intentionally it. <laughs> written to be that way yeah exactly <laughs> yeah but i i think that's really the extent of the comparison between them I, I still think very different songs like michael jackson by the way if you watch the music video and put it in one and a half times very fun to watch recommend doing it on youtube um, I, I think there, there's a lot of choreography and upbeat like sense that Michael Jackson always has in a lot of his songs comparatively yeah. though, which is not to say that there's not like enthusiasm and love into the Rihanna Rian, song, Rihanna, <laughs> um, just different takes on how they need to be performed. Yes. Completely agree. In fact, actually, I think most of Michael Jackson, you take a thing about how they perform them. Michael Jackson tried to imitate the video in his live performances. I don't know if you've ever seen a live performance of the song. I have. But, yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's just what everyone expects though, is the, the little dance, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like that. Well, and then, then he would, you know, turn around and like, you know, his dancers would kind of hide him and he'd turn back around with the wolf mask on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I just saw, I think, I think the, uh, I can't remember what year anniversary it was, maybe ninth or 10th year anniversary of the, uh, this is it documentary was uh, okay. the other day. <laughs> so I don't know if you ever saw that, that the video. I feel like I might have. Maybe. I'd have to go back and watch it. Yeah, it came out in two, October 28th, 2009. So yeah, it was yesterday. Uh, the 11th. 11th oh, yesterday? Yeah. Hmm. We're recording this on the 29th, if, in case you're listening later. <laughs> October 29th. Yes. Anyway. October 29th, 2020. And we have two days to Halloween. So make sure you dress up, practice social distancing, have a fun Halloween. I'll be throwing candy out on my porch for the one child that lives across the street. More than us. <laughs> All right. But Matt, did you have anything else for a comparison? Oh, I think that's everything. No, I mean, we could, like I said, we could go on and on about, about Thriller. There's so many other facts that, that we've got, but, you know, look it up. There's some really cool stuff, stuff out there about the song. Um, Greg, you got anything? Nope. You want to introduce what we got going on for our next podcast that we're actually going to do in two weeks from now. So we're going to take a week off for election day and we're going to have, our next one the week after that. Yeah. So regardless of what happens in the election, there will be some kind of change. So we're going to do a theme centered around change. And I am going to do REO Speedwagon's Roll with the Changes. Greg, what song are you doing? I'll be taking Tupac's Changes. Perfect. All right. Well, and with that, I appreciate everyone for tuning in. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. If you have any friends that you think would be interested, please send them the link to wherever you're listening to to us at. That could be Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can catch us on CastBox or any other streaming service that you would like to use. We also have YouTube, and we also have an Instagram that I'm really trying to update more often now. I've been a little bit lacking at that. And we also have a Twitter that we can talk to you at. Additionally, we have an email, recordmashup at gmail.com. So please send us an email. Let us know what you think. Let us know what changes we should make, what things we should keep the same, whether you want one of us off the show, which won't happen, or whether you want to keep both of us, you know, just anything. Please send us <laughs> some feedback so that we so that we know what you're looking for. And with that, have a good night. Take care, guys.